In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. On Sunday mornings, I normally like to preach on the lectionary text. That's the prescribed readings for each Sunday of the year. And it's a good discipline. It means that I'm forced into preaching in texts that I would otherwise avoid. And it stops me sticking to perhaps one hobby horse or another. But since I preached in the lectionary text this morning, I decided to choose something different for tonight. And for the life of me, I can't think why I thought that the gospel we read tonight would be a good text to preach on. Whatever inspiration I had when I chose it had long gone by the time I sat down to write a sermon. But you're not getting away early. (laughs) Bringing fire, causing division, it's not exactly the Jesus that we like to portray in the church. So let's begin to look at this text by thinking about where Jesus was in his ministry when he taught in such a vein. I think it's fair to say that Jesus was under some stress at this point in his ministry. He was already on his way to Jerusalem, on his way to betrayal and suffering and death. And he knew it. And so his teaching takes on a different kind of urgency from before. There's no time for messing around. No time for finding just the right soundbite. His time is limited and he has a message that must be shared. Jesus is stressed out. And I'm sure that's something that many of us can identify with. In today's world, we're all too familiar with stress. Perhaps not the stress of a journey to crucifixion, but other life-limiting situations that today bring us considerable stress. Those facing terminal illness, their own or a loved one's. Those facing uncertainty in employment. Those facing loneliness or isolation. Those battling mental health issues. Those struggling with poverty, homelessness, hunger. Folk today know about stress. It's a 21st century ailment, just as it was an ailment that affected Jesus in his time. When stress threatens our well-being today, we can know without a doubt that Jesus has been there. But sometimes it takes stress to help us to get some perspective on life. We can all muddle along, taking life in its stride, getting upset at trivia, sweating the small stuff, as I call it. And then a loved one is diagnosed with a terminal illness, or we face the prospect of unemployment, or a friend is killed in a tragic accident, and suddenly all the things that we worried about pale into insignificance. And we begin to see what is important in life. Stress of that kind, though never welcome 
does bring about perspective. Jesus' message in our gospel today is a message on perspective, a message on urgency, a message for all of us as a people of faith. We cannot keep on muddling along as we do. The gospel message is more urgent than that, more urgent than ever in a world that is so broken by violence and war and injustice. Jesus said, I came to bring fire to the earth and how I wish it were already kindled. Our suffering world today needs the fire of God's love and the fire of the gospel to spread like wildfire. More than ever, people in our communities need to know that there is hope, that there is love. And who will share that love and that hope if we don't. So what will we do with that precious kindling that Jesus brings? Will we be indifferent? And that's something we're all good at at times, keeping the peace by remaining as inoffensive as we possibly can, keeping a low profile so that we don't upset anyone. Or will we pour water on it, quenching the flame Often, our best intentions have the same effect. Instead of igniting the kindling of faith, they pour cold water in people's best efforts and drive folk away from faith. When we make folk feel as though they don't belong, when when we convey the message that they're not good enough for us or for God, or when we draw up rules and refuse to bend them to include others, We put put folk off before they've even got started. We extinguish what little fire there is. Or will we ignite that kindling? Will we take it seriously? Treat it with the respect it deserves? Let it affect our lives and the lives of others as we share the fire and the passion of God's love. And suddenly... This gospel doesn't sound so strange anymore. It fits right into the context of our lives. Lives that confront all kinds of stress daily. It fits, but it still doesn't sit comfortably. Because here is a gospel that demands a response. A gospel that demands that we get some kind of divine perspective and catch up on the divine urgency. That kindling needs igniting. And we are the fire keepers. So will we fan the flames or will we quench them? Amen.